What's up, Video Landers? I'm your host, Brad Hawkins, and with me tonight is Team Spider-Verse. Jesse Miles Morales-Reyes. Seth Peter B. Parker Fisher. And I'm your friendly neighborhood, Kyle Brown. <laughs> and I'm just boring, I guess, and I'm just Brad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just Brad. Tonight, we'll be reviewing Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. It's based on the Marvel Comics character Miles Morales and set in the Spider-Verse where Miles Morales becomes one of many Spider-Men. Quick thoughts, just in case someone doesn't have <clears throat> time for our full breakdown tonight. What were you thinking as you left the theater? It's about it's a solid all I know is a great solid Spider-Man movie and the best part about it, they didn't really focus on him being a person of color. All they did was focus on him being Spider-Man, and that was the best part about it. Yeah, man. For me, man, I thought this was perfect from top to bottom. Just quick thoughts. Um, story, characters, voice work, action, um, animation, style, colors. Dude, I, I thought this movie popped. I love the animation style. Uh, but yeah, I love this. The more I talk about it, I want to. I can't wait to go see it again. Mm -hmm. And uh, is this playing at IMAX around us? Because I, if this is playing at IMAX, I have to see this. You might IMAX. have a seizure. <laughs> yeah, probably, that might just be too though. much to take yeah. in. Yeah, probably. Oh, there, there's a lot there. But man, I... Uh, I really want to see this in, in, in IMAX. Um, and as I, was, as I was leaving the theater, too, I kept uh, thinking about uh, Lord and Miller. You know, mm -hmm. like, I really want to see, after seeing this and being a, also a big fan of Lego Batman, yeah. dude, I want to see their solo movie. I want to know what that was like, man, because this is fresh and ex it's exciting. I think they would have brought that to the Star Wars universe, man. But uh, I don't know, dude. Overall, solid. Um, I don't think there's anything else out there that looks like this. No. Um, it's just, uh, this movie's an experience. It, I, I had a blast. It's interesting that you brought up Lego Batman and this, because I thought, you know, after Lego Batman, I was like, man, I really want to see other worlds do this Lego stuff, and Spider-Man was number one on my list. I was like, Spider-Man would be so ripe to uh, do, like, a Lego movie, and they didn't do a Lego movie, they did this, which is totally different, but... Has a lot of similar kind of beats yeah. in, in the same oh, yeah. vein. Especially themes, too. Really friends well. and family. And, uh, yeah, I think a Sp Into the Spider-Verse and a Lego Batman would make for a great versus one day. Yeah. I think and so. It, I mean, like, the last three big Spider-Man things we've gotten were Homecoming, uh, which was a, a massive improvement over what Sony was doing. Mm -hmm. Then we got the Spider-Man video game on PS4, which had an incredible story. Mm -hmm. And then we got this. So Spider-Man is just on a big fucking oh, roll. Oh, I, I really love this. I love the story behind this. I love uh, the, the animation. I thought... I was like, man, I hope this doesn't get too much. Yeah, you know, like yeah, watch, yeah. I was like, I, I was like, watching watching like trailers and stuff. I'm like, it looks cool, but I bet it's gonna be a little too much, and it's not no. at all at any point. And it's and it's not just I've seen a lot of people complain and haven't seen it, being like, yeah, I just don't like that style. And it's like you don't really get that as much. Like yeah. the the slow movement, like your brain just starts to work it out and it yeah. starts to fill it in, and then you get the cool like little yellow pop ups with the the, yeah. the thought well, bubble. The, and yeah, the they split they off. went with the uh, comic book styling for it, so they really mm -hmm. pushed for. Uh, that's what they said was uh, a lot of that on purpose, where you get that kind of background that's kind of faded or you can't quite see it straight, and they did it in like two different uh, two different styles and frames just on purpose to give you that comic book look throughout the whole movie, and that was on purpose. So don't think they like were lazy and kind of fucked it up. It was. It, and it genuinely worked out really well to give it that full comic book style yeah. feel. And, and real quick, I was worried about information overload or visual overload. Um, and I think something that helped prepare me for this was Lego Batman. Because the first time I watched that movie, it, it became my number one movie of that year. But the first time I watched it, it was information overload. There were so many colors, so many beats, so many jokes. And I, I just I didn't care for it the first time I watched it. Watched it again, everything kind of slowed down. And this movie has a, that... 
not the same visual style, obviously, but there's a, there's a lot going on, right. you know, um, on the screen. And I think Lego Batman kind of prepared me for this because I didn't have the same issue that I did with Lego Batman. You know, I kind of just eased into this world. Yeah, I loved it. Seth, what do you think? So I'll, I'll just say this, and I'll, I'll keep it short. Um, I went with three other people last night, and when the lights went up, I was like, you know, I think I want to watch that again. And all three of them said, hey, let me know when you go because I want to see it again. And I'm yeah. like, wow. Yeah. Four people all wanted to, like, were like, I want to watch it again. I'm like, well, that's cool. But, like, and apparently here's four other people that would yeah. probably no. watch oh, it again. Oh, yeah. I, I, so yeah. I, think I, I went again tonight. Oh, oh I've awesome. already seen it twice. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. And I, I don't know if I'm going to get be able to get there this weekend, but I would like to see it again soon uh, at some point, preferably in a, uh, that was one thing that some of the stuff I couldn't hear because people were laughing and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I do want to uh, see it and catch more of the jokes and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, there's a lot and, to catch, I think. Yeah. Was, it, lot, was it better on second, second view? There's, like like you said, there's that information overload that you get in like Lego Batman. There's so much going on in the background of this movie that yeah. you're not even focused on. Like, there's a shitload of billboards, and I'll run through that list later. I'm just like in the background, in between the different dimensions and stuff that are really fucking like just fun little jokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I can't wait to see it again. You guys gonna go IMAX at all? You guys gonna try to catch it IMAX? I don't like that gimmick. You don't want to stroke. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love that shit, man. Um, I'm, I'm not gimmicky like 3D. I don't know if I could watch this in 3D. Actually, I heard 3D was pretty decent with this. Maybe the colors. Um, you know, well, it's a cartoon assist that gimmick. It's, it's just perfect. Yeah. That's what's yeah. The 3D is meant for cartoons. It's, it's not. Yeah. Let's just let's face facts, folks. It's not meant for Jaws. Yeah, it's yeah. not. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's not Back to the Future. You know, with Jaws 26. Yeah. It's 3D is meant for cartoons where you can visually push all that stuff out there. Not like regular movies. I think the last one I ever saw with 3D in a regular movie was uh, Clash of the Titans, and I wanted to fucking puke. Yeah. Not because it was a horrible movie, but, well, because, but also because it was a horrible movie. <laughs> yeah. That was just the only part of the reason. <clears throat> but yeah, it's a, it's meant for that. It's supposed to be. It's like that's why one of the better 3D movies, like um, what was it, the Zack Snyder's Guardians of Gulu, Gualu, the Owls of Gulu, whatever the fuck they are, the Owl movie. It's really good in 3D. Um, it's supposed to be. That's those are meant for that. Yeah, kind of shit. I I hate 3D, but if I was going to watch a 3D movie, it would be. Into the Spider Verse. You want to take a web shooter to the face? For I just, that? I just, yeah. Yeah, no, but <laughs> I hate that shit on my face, man. We try to watch a movie, man. I don't. I'm wearing glasses tonight because my uh, my contacts are gone bad. But man, I tell you what, I can't even stand wearing these fucking glasses. Put me in a, in a movie theater for two hours with that clunky shit on my face. Fuck that. <laughs> but our listeners want to know one thing: Is it the best Spider-Man movie ever made? Who wants to go first? See, I think that's super tough because a lot of this builds on Spider-Man lore that we already have. Like, Mm -hmm. Jake Johnson's Spider-Man and, for that matter, uh, Chris Pine's Spider-Man are both heavily influenced by the Tobey Maguire Mm Spider-Man. So I'm going to say no. I really, really like this movie. This is top three, definitely. But I think I still like Spider-Man 1, Rami's Spider-Man 1 more. Uh, uh, I'm going to say... that's that's just me. And maybe that'll change with more viewings. Because I really, that's where I'm at. yeah, because I, I, again, I really enjoyed this film. Yeah, that's where I'm at, man. I think it's definitely up for consideration. I think that conversation, I think that's a good conversation. You know, yeah. is it the best? Um, I really like Sam Raimi's, you know, uh, his first two. Three, yeah. Three blows. But, uh, and I think Homecoming is a solid movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but ra- right now, I would say, 
I would say maybe. Ask me in a year from now, after I've digested it, you know, and I've had a chance to watch the other Spider-Man, because I haven't watched Spider-Man 1 and 2 recently, you know, yeah. so I think that's kind of unfair. Mm-hmm. Um, but I tell you what, though, it's definitely in the conversation. This is badass, man. I don't, And it's sad, because I don't think a lot of people take animated movies... Seriously at all. At, yeah, exactly, as yeah. live action. But I was thinking about this yesterday in the movie. After the movie was over, I was like, if this was live action, this would probably be my favorite live action Spider-Man. So yeah, I, I definitely think it's up for consideration. Ask me next year. I, I might say yes, man. Mm-hmm. I might say yes. I might even go as far later to say Pantheon. Ask me in a year. Ask me in a year yeah. from now. Mm-hmm. Okay? What do you think, Jesse? Is it the best? I think it's one of the best generally, generationally. Like, for a lot of people, it is that first Spider-Man, the uh, Maguire... Um, and Raimi, and then the second one with Andrew Garfield. I think from the, I mean, no, don't get me wrong. People love the people love them. I mean, you're not gonna people bitch anyway. But like, if you give it like that, every five years a new Spider-Man or something coming out, I think this is definitely one of the top ones. I feel like they they took the liberty of pushing some styles and really making sure. And funny enough, the people one thing people hate is the origin story, and they repeated it. What? Like seven times yeah, like in a fucking movie, and it was a joke. It was kind of a yeah. joke for it every time. Very meta. But it, um, but they, they let the they let a character build on its own, let you feel directly for that main character the whole time, and really, really realize that that it's Spider Man. It's full on one hundred percent Spider Man. I I would definitely. I don't know, maybe because I'm a little biased on it. I would say it, it's right up there with that Tobey Maguire one for me. Definitely, as a as an origin, as that first push. Um, I'm biased, though. Yeah. I'm a little biased on it, though, so. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that, though. And you you think it is? Man, I, I'm more of a Spider-Man 2 person. I like Spider-Man 2 more than I like Spider-Man. And, and this is pretty fucking close. I think... This is this movie had a lot of chances to be really complicated yeah. with the way the story's broken up, and Fucking it does two it, sentences. It doesn't. And they doesn't broke do it, it down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it yeah. doesn't do it at all. Which mm-hmm. is like that's that's an impressive feat. It is mm-hmm. doing all this time travel, dimension hopping yeah. shit. Like can get really fucking complicated quick. Fifty fucking Spider Man. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> it, they just yeah. they made it as simple as they fucking could in front of you. Yeah, it, that's, it's, that's, it's 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 in a tie right now for Spider-Man 2. I need to watch Spider-Man 2 again to see if it still holds up. I haven't watched that. Yeah, because at that moment when they were bringing in all the Spider-Men and you uh when they go into the shed, you know, and all this, the Spider-Men are there, I was yeah. like oh, I'm not I, I was like I was thinking, I was like I'm not really ready for this because I was having so much fun with Miles and with Peter Parker and I was like, oh, okay, here's where it's going to probably turn. Here's where it's going to get overcomplicated, it's going to get overstuffed like we see a lot of superhero Somehow movies. Somehow got better with like yeah. Aquaman's going to be next week. <laughs> Just overstuffed and overcooked, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, everything they, worked so beautifully. They simplified it very easily. I mean, they they cut and dry, boom 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 boom. Moved on, yeah. and they don't they don't let you dwell on it. They and just they don't like when when a talking cartoon pig comes up and yeah. is like, "My hands wet." It's because yeah. I just washed my hands. <laughs> That's the only reason they're wet. And then you're just like, "All right, we're gonna roll with this." And it's like you you have to, and they just they just go. And yeah. It's great. And I think that too, it left it open that there can be more adventures with those characters too mm-hmm. that we didn't get to spend because you know you spend the most time with with. Peter B. Parker and uh, and Miles and then then Gwen after that and then the other three I don't they don't get to shine nearly as much no. but 
they they get the moments. Yeah, they get the moments. Yeah, they, they, get the moments. Get, yeah. they definitely as that third that next group that comes in. They they are the per, the background characters or the extra. Yeah, the they're extra the Legolas and Gimli. Yeah. That like yeah. <laughs> yeah, just being badasses. Nicholas Cage being Nicholas Cage. Yeah, but I think that that leaves it open to now we can learn more about them in the next movie. No. Yeah. yeah, and this movie has a. A, Sp- a Spider-Man for everyone. It has a character for everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a love letter to just Spider-Man fans. Uh, who was your favorite Spider-Man? Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, I, I have you to go, go with Miles. I go with Miles because I felt for him the whole time. Like, yeah. you... It was truly... Like, everything about his arc in this was perfect, tragic, and struggling to come into his own. And you get... And, I mean... You know, there were pieces of it where... It, and I just like any normal person who watches it, you just kind of like I get it. I'm I'm there. I feel you on that one. I was like, oh, I get it. And it was that you know, it's that awkward the joke of you know. I was like, oh, it's puberty. It's puberty. I'm getting puberty. Uh, you know, I've already just, gone through it. Yeah, yeah, I've gone through it, but <laughs> okay. I'm doing it again. You know, it's that it's that same kind of awkward fun time. And you're you know, I loved Miles. His characterization and his his very you know dramatic and or no, i wouldn't even say dramatic just realistic feelings towards his father who's pushing him and his mother who's the mother and he you know he wants to tell her but he never you know he protects her the most but dad's there and he's like you know that's all i need i need my father you know it's it's just there's so many oh fuck i just can't even yeah and this was out. this was my first introduction to miles morales yeah um i i knew more about M- miguel o'hara than i did uh miles morales yeah. so this was my you know, I, I've, I've read a few comics, but nothing big. I never read the origin story of Miles yeah. or anything. But um, this is my my first introduction, and it will be for thousands of people. Yeah. And uh, I'm an instant fan, guys. I, I love his his relationship with his his uncle Aaron, mm-hmm. um, his struggling relationship with his father. You know, and I think it's it's a, it's a perfect time, man, too. For you said it's not like you know, it's not all about representation. There's, they they started with the character, but man, can you imagine just being an urban kid? It's it doesn't matter if you're black or white or Latino. Representation. It's perfect representation, and yeah. they really nailed that character and flushed yeah. it out. And the story of Miles Morales has a lot of heart at its core mm-hmm. um, about f- uh, friends and family, a lot like you know, Lego Batman does. Yeah. Thank you, Brian um, Bendis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I uh, I was completely blown away by it. Didn't feel like a cheap Peter Parker ripoff. It's someone who does not know Miles Morales, yeah. but it did have a Peter Parker beat. That his it uncle does. got killed. Yeah, exactly. I thought that was really. He neat. had his uncle Ben. Well, they yeah. all they all had that. Moment, yeah, which yeah. they talk about, like they briefly yeah. talk about, except for Peter Parker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he just blows by it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I buy that he becomes and earns the right to be. The uh, the Spider Man of his own dimension. Right, but you're right. A lot of people don't know Miles Morales because even because you you didn't know it, and Prowler was running around. You're like, who's who's this villain? Yeah. Like we were at the movies together, and I was like, oh, that's Prowler. That's Miles Morales' uncle. Yeah, Donald Glover. I was like, you're yeah. gonna find that yeah. out. That's right. Donald Glover from yeah. Homecoming. Yeah. <laughs> and then so like, but we never saw. Hey the man, Prowler can I get shoot. this? Right, you never see it. But then like, Hands. when he reveals himself in the movie to be his uncle, like a bunch of the people in the theater were like, oh my god, and I was like, yeah. wait, that's like. Common knowledge. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. and then I'm like, right, not everyone knows or understands who Miles Morales is. Yeah, so. and I mean, it's a big difference. I mean, they did, they did a lot. They took a lot of movie liberties with his character, especially like in the, in the comic, it's way more convoluted, but right. it's very similar. Like he's he, a little more low level. Yeah, kinda. but like in the in the comic, he sees Spider Man die in this superheroic, tragic way in the in the comic books, and it's really interesting. And then. Down the road, after he's seen that happen, he becomes Spider-Man, and he has to do it on his own. He until 
like a lot of other stuff. But I mean, it's it's very similar. He ends up finding out like his uncle's a prowler and his parents don't know. I mean, it's it's very similar, but je- you know they made it perfect movie size taste taste for it. So yeah, and Shamik Moore had a, a great voice for that role as well. Yeah. And yeah, I was looking great. him. I was looking him up today. I was not familiar with Shamik Moore. He's in Dope. Okay. He's, yeah. I've never I've never seen Dope, um, but right. I looked at him up today. He's twenty three. He looks like he has a lot of charisma. I was thinking, you know what? We've all been talking about Venom and what they're going to do with this this Venom verse. But I would love to see Shamik just cast him mm-hmm. as an older Miles Morales, you know, because mm-hmm. the Venom does not have to take place in this in this kind of timeline. You know, no. it could be even a different, uh, you know, alternate reality as well. You mm-hmm. know, so but yeah, I, uh, I I fell in love with Miles Morales instantly. I'm, I can consider myself a fan. I I'm wanna con- I want to um, I want to go along on that adventure with him. Mm-hmm. You know, for for future movies. What do you think, Seth? So I think um, I I really liked Peter B. Parker. Because I liked the idea that they told a Spider-Man in his late 30s, early 40s. Who has real life fucking issues. Yeah, yeah just like, I'm yeah. a poor college kid. It's, uh, you know, I'm losing my wife. Uh, it, yeah, I'm it's like, hey, shit. you know, I kind of want to commit suicide because I don't have anything yeah. waiting for me at home. I'm okay with yeah. dying. Yeah. Right. And the crying in the shower in a spider suit. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, everybody kind of <laughs> laughed and I thought to myself... I've been there. Yeah, I've been, I've, I've been in, in the shower, like yeah, in a spider suit in the, in the fetal, just crying about something. Yeah, because it's just too sitting there eating mm-hmm. eating pizza because yeah. you have nothing better to yeah. do. I I really, but I will say this: I was just in love with Miles's outfit at the end, wearing the Jordans and yeah. like oh, the shorts, so and the hoodie. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, and him doing because the back. It's a yeah. spray paints the old. It's yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was like, Great that's cool. That's that he spray painted it the. It's a beautiful take on the uh, on the comic series on yeah. what he wears in the comic, but giving it that, giving him that the the look and feel that Miles does now with his mm-hmm. level spray paints and kind of and like, I, doing his own thing. That was and that's what I love about him. He's so just pretty. this. He's a fucking urban Spider Man going around tagging shit. I was that's about awesome. to say I thought that was really cool, and I like too that he wasn't spray painting things. He was just slapping stickers on things mm-hmm. most yeah. of the time, and I was like, that's cool that you can like that's a, a different way of doing. That style of artwork yeah. that isn't so lowbrow, I guess, that you're not defacing, mm. you know, uh, public property or whatever. But um, who was your favorite though? Was it the... Peter B. Parker? Yeah, me, me too. Me yeah, too. just that he. Yeah, uh, that was fun. I was gonna he say he was just fun. Yeah, and, and just the fact that I love too that like he was loosely based on the Spider-Man, like the the Tobey Maguire, the one that yeah. I grew up with. Yeah. So uh, and I could see that that. Spider-Man eventually <laughs> becoming that because yeah. I mean by the end of Spider-Man three, him and MJ aren't married yet. They uh, they're yeah. still trying to figure their shit out. And I think he's yeah. the perfect mentor for a young Miles Morales. Yeah, and you know? again, I, I just it the, beautifully everything with the whole do I want to have kids? Like yeah. just randomly, yeah. I, and then I want to fill this room with fresh bread. That, like <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Get all the bread this world deserves. Yes, do that. We're gonna steal a bagel on the way out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that is the that's the Lord and Miller touch right there. More yeah. Lord, I think the Miller this time around because the Lord did uh, most of the screenplay with yeah. someone else. But those are the beats right there that are so colorful and so fun mm-hmm. um, that uh, that that Lord and Miller just crush mm-hmm. on. Um, yeah, but I, I love the defeated and loser Spider Man. That yeah. that was some of my favorite stuff in this. I'm working on movie. <laughs> yeah, that was that was great. What about you, man? What was your, who was your favorite? Man, it's it's cheesy, but I love Spider Ham. So awesome. yeah, I love I love Peter Porker. Yeah. I, like because I thought oh this is gonna be a little too much, a little out of place. That, like I know he's Nathan fun. Lane. Who no, it's uh, John Mulaney. John Mulaney. It's okay. his first film. Uh, which was pretty cool. Sounds a little bit like Phil John. Hartman in Beats. He's got a, he's got like a <laughs> Phil Hartman kind of voice. John Mulaney's fucking amazing. Um, and, and it's just he's. He's this very weird, out of place character. I, every line he delivers is fucking great. Like his first line is his hands just dripping wet, and he just goes, 
my hands wet because I just washed my hands. <laughs> That's the only reason they're wet. <laughs> like, or, you know, just later he's like, do, do animals talk in this dimension? Because yeah. I don't want to freak this guy out. Yeah. He's just got, like, fun little lines. And he's he's kind of a fucking badass yeah. when he actually gets into the fight, which is yeah. pretty cool. I would watch it, yeah. I would watch a Spider-Ham movie, dude. Even, even the little thing when they're introducing all three at the same time, it's uh, like, I was bit by a radioactive spider, and they're just very quiet, like, pig, right underneath. Yeah, like, <laughs> I was bit radioactive pig. And that was another thing I was worried about, because I, I don't know anything about Spider-Ham, you yeah. know, Peter He Parker. was a spider that was bit by a pig and turned into a <laughs> which pig Which is spider. hilarious, but again, yeah. it just, it works. It makes oh, sense man, while you're watching this. the movie. But if you watch the trailer and you're like, okay, we're going to get a, um, a pig version of Spider-Man, what the, what the fuck are they doing? Well, if you go but back to the 90s, there were so many. Yeah. Like, Spider, it was uh, the old comics, What The, from Marvel, and it was just these goofy, offbeat, random, shitty things. And they were all, uh, they had all, like, anthropomorphic creatures like Spider-Ham, and uh, they, they genuinely kept, like, Thor-Frog. And it's, you go back, go back, search your local comic stores on that one. That shit is fucking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's the best. Well, he even put a lump in my throat at one time, man. When he uh, he looks at uh, Miles and he goes, "You know, you can't uh, you can't save everyone yeah. all the time." Yeah. You know, yeah. and he's, he's crying a little bit. His his nose is a little wet, and he's sniffling. You know, and it's like, oh, that was awesome. Yeah, that it, was awesome. It, it's because he doesn't. He's like when they're all talking about their backstory, like just slightly, like, "Hey, I lost my wife. I yeah. lost, you know, this." And he just he just rolls on. But then later he says that, and you're like. Yeah, he's experienced shit, yeah. too. This like, is a fucking pig, he's but he's it. bringing emotion to this scene, man. Uh, I guess, I, I kind of want to segue since we're talking about it. Did uh, this movie give anybody lumps in their throats? Yeah. Like, because yeah. so I was going to say, so I had two when, uh, first Stan Lee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, God, uh, damn, I that, was just that like. first line he drops. I was just yeah. like, dang, man, like, I don't know if I can uh, do this. And then, I'm sorry if I'm skipping ahead, Brad. Yeah, I'm sure that was it. And then also when, when Peter first sees Aunt May. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and even though that it quickly becomes fun, but just like the the heaviness of that, you know what I well, mean? Because he says like the scene before, he's like, "Yeah, Aunt May died like two yeah. years ago." I had to yeah. bury my Aunt May. Yeah. yeah, and then he's just—I don't think I'm ready for this to see the person that he buried. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It just ah. And, so that, and that's where I was confused for just a moment, but then they fixed it because she comes out and she's like, you're from like another dimension or an alternate reality. I'm uh, like, everyone just knows. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm just like, what, how the fuck does she know this? And then you get the uh, reveal that they're already there. Yeah, you know? there's multiple Spider-Men. But uh, you already brought it up. I do want to get back to because we didn't talk I'm about sorry. Spider-Gwen or um, you know, we didn't also talk about Penny Parker. So I'm I want to talk about... Spider-Man no, you're fine. Noir. But since we're on the cameo, um, this was this was such a beautiful cameo from Stanley. Mm-hmm. You know, what do yeah. you think of that, Jesse? I was a little sad. I wasn't ready for it. Because the he's like, when he asks, he's like, you know, can I bring it back if it fits? He's like, it fits. You it know, always, when it's, it, always, it, always, it always fits. fits. It always and you get that fits. moment, and then they, get the, then they get the cut scene. To no like, returns. No returns. No no return. return. <laughs> I was like, oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Way to get me, Stanley. Yeah, yeah. It, was a, it was a great throwback i was i was not ready a for great it. throwback a great gut punch yeah, yeah. you know it was it was it was emotional man yeah. um just because we're i, I mean too. av yeah. was built on on marvel well. and and star wars talk you know seth and i just you know talking to the uh, long hours into the night you know at the game store you know mm-hmm. and uh so yeah it's, it's an emotional uh, beat there you know when uh, we because we how many more cameos are we gonna get you know i mean i know we get uh, captain marvel we get probably in game but I hope they continue these cameos. You think they will? Because um, we know that they're. Didn't James Gunn film a did, bunch with him? Yeah, I don't this know is like the, the, this is the actual last thing he did. Yeah, uh, as far for like Marvel-based movies, like there's gonna be stuff after, but this is like literally the last thing that he did. For mm-hmm. Yeah, and what's cool too is Spider-Man. When you're talking Spider-Man, it kind of just goes hand in hand with with Stan Lee. Yeah, um, and it was just a great passing of the torch too. You know, mm-hmm. uh, just a, just beautifully constructed all the way around. 
Um, but I hope that uh, these animated movies, because they just announced like one or two more, we're getting an yeah. all female like into the Spider Verse. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about the end scene later, but that sets up multiple you know Spider Man oh, yeah, movies. Yeah. So I'm hoping that with animation that we can get more Stan Lee cameos. You know, I hope that they they keep that. By the uh, way, to make it. Keep I, going. I hope they do, man, yeah. because that's part of that experience. You know, mm-hmm. um, just to celebrate his life and what he's what he's done with with comics. You know, yeah. Um, but to, so back to the characters real quick. I want to make sure we talk about Spider Gwen because um, that, that was a uh, Haley um, Haley Stanfield. Stanfield yeah, yeah. I, I would be so cool if they cast her in like um, uh, the the Sony Spider Verse, you know, mm-hmm. um, as, as Gwen. I think she would even work perfectly. So I think they have some great voice actors here that could transition into live action, and she's going to kill it here pretty soon with Bumblebee, supposedly, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so she could have, you know, two franchises on her hands. I don't know if they'll do that. Sometimes they, they don't cast, you know, the voice actors as, you know, right. as real people, but yeah. um, I think that would be um, fantastic. But what do you guys think of um, Penny Parker and of Gwen? Well, a lot of people, like, don't like Spider-Gwen just because she's kind of this weird, angsty teen kind mm-hmm. of thing, but they didn't they didn't play her off like that really at all, like... Uh, she comes off as a as a total fucking badass, like probably the most badass out of all of them. Yeah. I mean, Mel Spider Man Wars, <laughs> he's got guns though, whatever. Yeah. Um, but like she's she's a fucking like badass and like yeah, just I don't I don't I don't know. There's I I didn't dislike her like I like in the comics. I'm just like eh, whatever. Yeah. But like I I enjoyed her on again. Screen. She fit here. I think that they they just didn't put a bunch of Spider Man characters in here just to throw them at the wall and see what stuck. You know, yeah. I think everyone had a purpose. Everyone had their moments. Um, I thought yeah. Again, I think the the characters, the screenplay, everything was was done so perfectly. And with Penny Parker, man, I actually had a lump in my throat again. You know when um, her robot dies at the end. <laughs> really? You no, know, it's it's like I didn't cry. Yeah, Seth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was like, oh man, like you know, like I'm feeling for these weird, quirky characters that are mm-hmm. on screen that mm-hmm. I didn't think I would. You know, like I really enjoyed the experience, man. I thought mm-hmm. it was awesome. And then Spider-Man Noir, come on, dude, dude, Nicholas fucking Cage, man. I've de- you know I've declared him my Lord and Savior anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Cage can do no wrong in my eyes. Even when his movie shit, I'll watch them. Uh, but I love Nicholas Cage and uh, like his just hearing his voice and be- having him be a part of this movie. I, I'm a huge Nick Cage fan, guys, and just to see, uh, and again, I don't know shit about Spider-Man Noir. You could tell me he would never be in a comic, you know, or never was in a comic, and I believe you. I don't, I, does he have a run right now, or who's yeah. Spider-Man Noir? Yeah, he's got eight issues. Yeah. Eight He's issues? dead now. Yeah. Is he? Yeah, yeah. but... Uh, His beats were perfect, yeah, though, like, playing saying, with the, the he's Rubik's a, Cube. He's, he's a fuck lot darker in oh, yeah. the comic. And he's also super young. He's, he'd be <laughs> yeah. the youngest of all of them. What, what color is this, purple? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no? Yeah. <laughs> that was, like, one of my only qualms, is uh, I was kind of like, well, he's, like, the oldest of all of them, but he should be the youngest. Yeah, but whatever, uh-huh. that's stupid. No one's going to really care about that. He's more he's the oldest, because it's like, oh, it's Nicolas Cage. Yeah. And then you hear Nicolas Cage, so you see Nicolas Cage, you're like... Nicholas Cage fighting Nazis. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, that was yeah. an interesting punching add-on. Nazis. Yeah, this is like I like punching Nazis. <laughs> like, okay, and he's like, beating the shit out of Miles Morales. He's like sucker punch or whatever he says. Oh, yeah. like, <laughs> just keeps announcing what he's doing right before he does it. <laughs> yeah. But no, he, I think I think he can hear us because he's looking right at us. <laughs> Even at the end when he goes before he goes back to his dimension, mm-hmm. he's like he holds up the Rubik's cube. He's like. I'm taking this with me. <laughs> it's just a lot of lot of fun there with uh, with his character and. Uh, I don't know. Did you guys? Uh, what about Tobey Maguire? Um, mm. Going into this, I really wanted to have Tobey Maguire, especially because in the trailers they show that um, the uh, the train scene, they show the upside down uh, upside kiss, down kiss um, and then the dance too. The oh, yeah. Spider Man three dance. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So we don't, bad about, we don't talk about that. Don't I would have loved. Um, and again, this is just a small thing. It's not a huge complaint, but 
it would have took it up just a uh, right. just a little bit for me if Tobey Maguire would have voiced one of these characters, man. Yeah, they, they tried to get him, but he just didn't want to do it. He just flat out was like, "Yeah, I'm yeah. done with that. I don't want to do it." So that's why was that was that the that's thing? Like, yeah, they they Man. they want like he was in mind from the beginning. They were like, "Yeah, we definitely want him to do it." And he was just like, "Yeah." Well, tell me how cool that would have been. Maybe a sequel. I'm hoping that him and I would love to see even Andrew Garfield as like, it would the be British a, Spider-Man. It would yeah, be a different dimension, normal. right? Yeah. What? It would be a different. Yeah, dimension. you could yeah. just have like you could just straight up bring that one in. Yeah, because those because be... the two Peter Parkers had they're similar, similar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because the upside down kiss, it wasn't raining. Nope. The car is coming through the window. He punches the car. Which Toby didn't do. Yeah, um, he has his mask on during the train. The train fight. Yeah. So they could bring Toby's Spider-Man if he agreed to it. Right. They yeah. could bring him in. He could be, you know, this other dimension Spider-Man coming in. That would be awesome. So I hope they do that. If you're listening, go grab Toby, man. That'd be fucking awesome. Yeah. I also want to keep on talking about uh, Miles Miles Morales' his relationship with his uncle. Man, there's a scene that I loved. Mm-hmm. And it's when he's hey. like, hey. Yeah. He puts his oh, hand yeah. on his shoulders. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the, the move. Yeah, the move. Yeah. Hey. The move. <laughs> I love how that comes back around, too, mm-hmm. um, at, at, the, at the end fight scene with, with Kingpin. Yeah. But let's talk about the villains, guys. Uh, what did you guys think about the villains? No, did you? No, I'm sorry. I'm, I might be skipping over. You're Jesse fucking here. jumping like crazy. I was I was like, say, we yeah. we oh, haven't heard oh, our opinion. Oh, like oh. I haven't said anything about Gwen or New York. You're so jazzed about the whole movie. Yeah. 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 Jesse, what do you think about the other Spider-Man? Jesse, what do you think about the other Spider-Man? The other Spider-Man, I really loved the way they put it in. I like that Gwen was the badass, but I mean, and and they really amped her up for the story. And she get they threw her in this kind of a mild love interest for Miles, which happens in the comics too. And I think it's a great counterpoint um, for that. And then, yeah, I love Jake Johnson as, uh, as Peter B. Parker. It was great, slubby voice. Yeah, just <laughs> just lazy and Man. really giving giving a shit. And ah, I do this, but. I really yeah, left you in the dust, you. didn't I? Yeah, no, it was, I, I really loved it. Like he was, he was fantastic. I could honestly see Jake Johnson as like an older yeah. Peter Parker in a in a regular film, just like come in, like come in on sweatpants, just like just like flip, I love grab his pizza, and then walk away. Like that would be a great that would be a great nod if they ever did like a. A live action. A live action. Yeah. Just, he walks in, sweatpants, like gut out, just goes <laughs> flip, shh, pizza the hand, and then walks back out of the room. Goes and cries in the shower. Yeah, no, they had a great uh, a great cast with Spider-Man Noir. Um, it was fun to kind of watch. Penny Parker was an interesting choice, I thought. The, that anime You know Japanese who invented film. her? The lead well, singer, the way, or gave her away. The guy who, Gerard my, way, yeah. my chemical way. romance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Invented did, uh, her. What the hell? Who did fucking Umbrella Academy? Yeah. yeah, getting his own TV show from Netflix. Fucking crazy. Soon. Yeah, he he made Umbrella Academy and did that because of the weird shit he did with that mm-hmm. Umbrella Academy. Yeah, it's it's fucking good. I guess I'm a little sad because have you seen Evangelion? you know anything about that? No. Okay, well, her mech should look like that, like a, a creepy yeah. thing. But I was a little sad they turned it into this kind of, like, teeny bopper toy. Japanese yeah. Toy. toy. Yeah, No, toy's a good word. Toy. A toy, yes. <laughs> a toy. Yes, yeah, so that they toy. turned it into a thing that you could easily make an action figure out of. Have yeah. you plug TM by yeah. this toy? Exactly. That's what they did, yeah. Yeah, I was a little sad about that, but, but whatever. I'm happy that they all got their time. I thought, uh, I do want to say that Spider-Gwen's outfit works way better on screen than it does in the comics. Yeah. Like, on screen, that suit is fucking Pops. hot. Like, yeah. that, I mean, it is... I mean, just not... And I'm not talking, like, in a sexy fashion. Oh, I'm yeah, saying you are. The look of it <laughs> is just fantastic with the whites, the bits of blue, the, the neon hood. blue in there, and that mm-hmm. pink. I mean, it... That suit is fucking banging. 
Is everybody caught so up? Say the same <laughs> I, think, I think so. I think so. I think so. I don't know. We probably missed one other piece. No, yeah. I've, been, I've been so pumped. I'm, I'm just pumped for this movie, yeah. guys. Yeah. This is uh, this is a treat, man, because I really loved, I think we all did, um, Creed 2. Mm-hmm. And then Spider-Man yeah. here, it's, it's very rare to have two movies back-to-back where I'm coming out of the theater. I'm like, I do, I've watched Creed 2 three times. I'm going to be watching Spider-Verse at least two or three times. Man, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just pumped, guys, tonight. And I have had a shitload of coffee. <laughs> so let's uh, let's talk about villains, guys. Um, you guys want to start with Kingpin? Least, just so I don't leave any, driver, just yeah. so I don't leave any man behind. We're gonna start Saber with Jesse. Yeah. And we're gonna go around the table. That's smart. Each villain, one villain at a time. Um, honestly, I thought Kingpin was great. It's a nice, easy nod. I loved the switch to uh, uh, Liv Octavius, whereas yeah. uh, Doc uh, Ock, female Doc switch. Ock. I thought that was great. That was. Just a beautiful nod. Was that the one that Scarlet Spider fought, like in the nineties, like the I one with the so, purple yeah, yeah. short hair, like with yeah, the pixie yeah. cut? I uh-huh. was just curious. Yeah, because there's that, and then uh, for a lot of people who don't know, Tombstone. Yeah, yeah. Tombstone what? was very Tombstone understated. As like, like a backside villain. I a mean, tiny got, dude in this yeah, movie too. A tiny dude, not just completely and underrated the whole time. I mean, Tombstone is fucking scary in the comics. Uh-huh. He's a and big beastly dude. He's just a side bruiser. Mm-hmm. Side bruiser, and then uh, is that a negative Scorpion. for you? Then you think since because I don't no, know. No, no, it's not a negative yeah. because you it, you have it's that would have been like you know that would have been like a meal. It's like too much. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's just too much for you. So they kept him as a side bruiser. He can always come back for more later. Yeah. Now the kingpin's been switched. Addition uh, of this new improved scorpion and uh, Spanish scorpion, which yeah, is interesting. Yeah. Boo. Which I thought was kind of wasted. Yeah, you didn't get to see well, too much of him. It's more like just to add on, just to add another yeah. villain against the heroes. Yeah, so. which you probably didn't even need, you know, at that point. But I, uh, Olivia Octavius. So I don't have any connection to um, Olivia Octavius at all. I don't know anything about her story. Um, I guess I could say if there was a low point for me, I really didn't care about her story. I'm a, I'm a huge Otto fan though, so I, I, it would have been cool to have Otto. But I, I get it. You know, I get that we've we've seen Otto on the screen before. So let's give us Olivia Octavius. I'm cool with it. I just think she was kind of watered down. So if there was a um, a low spot for me, it was probably with her and with, and with Scorpion. Mm-hmm. Well, they but only, it didn't it didn't ruin the but experience. They always pushed on one really. They really only pushed on one villain, and that was Kingpin most of the time. They used yeah. everyone. Every everyone other was villain. goons. Yeah, everyone else was kind of except you know Liv had a little more. She reminded me a lot more of uh, you know of Doc Ock. Yeah. Except it was that it was that great nod when she goes. I can't wait to watch it happen. Yeah. Him disintegrating, you're like, the fuck? You're going to die horribly? Yeah. I was like, this shit's going to go weird. What happened? And then the arms come out of her back. I was like, touche. And there just wasn't too much meat to her. And I guess if if I have another negative... Um, and, and I understand because there's not much you can do here, but I wanted to spend more time with, um, all of our heroes and more time with our villains. And that's a, I guess that's a positive to the film because uh, this movie's already at like what? 145 or so. It's oh, pretty it long. Yeah. yeah. It's really yeah, yeah running time. Running time is 117 minutes. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, I wanted more time with, you know, um, Spider-Man Noir and, uh, Peter Porker and more time with Kingpin and there's just so much you can do within a movie. And I think um, a side effect of that is Olivia, you know, Octavius, she just cuts, gets cut down a little bit. Scorpion gets cut down a little bit, you know. Um, so I get it, but I just wanted more. And I think that's a testament to the movie, though. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? Who was your favorite villain in this? Um, I think I got to go Kingpin. I thought it was cool that they added Vanessa in, you know, mm-hmm. all, you, all you Daredevil fans and everything. And then as soon as, and I, as soon as 
I figured out, that, or as soon as they said, like, you, we're going to find a way to bring him back, I'm like, mm-hmm. I wonder what happened to his family. But, yeah, <laughs> like, that was the, yeah, yeah then I'm like. That and flashback I, scene was fucking brutal. Yeah, yeah like, and I thought done it, so well. it was cool just because, like, you felt for him, too, that, mm-hmm. like, he was willing to destroy the world just so he could see, or destroy everything just yeah. to be able to see his family again, which yeah. is, like, does that make Admirable? you a bad guy? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That, like, you that's crazy. You can be crazy. a bad guy, yeah. but not be bad guy. Yeah, but, and then also the fact, too, that he crushed the first Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. they just murked they him. Don't, yeah. They don't tone this down for an animated no. movie. No, he feels no. just PG, as... PG, though, but he, it, doesn't yeah. feel, it doesn't feel like it. He no, feels I didn't. just as threatening as uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's character yeah. in Daredevil, you know? Yeah. I, that would have been awesome, too, to get his voice again. I understand why. It would yeah. confuse the fuck out of people, yeah. you know, mixing these It'd dimensions. Cool to hear and have but I think Leif Shriver is fucking... Yeah. No, yeah. he did it. So he did a fantastic job. With a solid New York accent coming in the whole time. My fanboy wish list here is Tobey Maguire and Vincent D'Onofrio, yeah. but I don't want to take anything away from Jake Johnson and you know Chris Pine mm-hmm. and uh, Liv Schreiber because they did do um, just an astounding job. And then random, I wish that it was the original <coughs> Green Goblin, but I understand it was the Ultimate Green Goblin. Yeah, yeah. so that yeah. that was it's kinda, just Ultimate Green I think Goblin. That, I think that's, that's what a lot of people off yeah. at first because yeah. like, did me. Wait, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And then then you get like a female is, and you're like, oh wait a minute, they're yeah. they're in a different dimension yeah. now. I get so like Jake so, what, so what's up with this? Because I thought that was in the Ultimate Universe. Instead, he the serum makes him into a monster, a goblin of sorts. Yeah, and that's that's basically because I was gonna say Peter Parker from the other dimensions. He's already fought. Yes. Right. So yeah. this is just a different version yeah. of that. Peter B. Yeah. Parker is from our dimension. Are you sure about that? Yes. So because I mean, when you're when it's showing him going through like the streets and shit, it's Coca Cola on the yeah, side of the wall. Right, yeah. When like it, when you're in Miles' dimension, it's right. like Coca Soda. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's it's the little the things With that are like slightly pace, off, yeah. and you're like and at first when it's but he's it, different. But so what about Tobey Maguire though? Like his, I think if, he's if, just heavily influenced. I think they changed it. I think they changed it around because Toby yeah. wasn't in it. But if they did bring him up, that would be really confusing then, wouldn't it? Because it would be a different dimension on top of... Sure. It'd be one that's similar to ours. Yeah, similar. Because they could do it as... uh, They could show it as... um, Pull a... uh, Oh, what movie was that? Where they they could show, like, bits from the live-action movie. And then when he comes into the dimension, he pops in in more of a... uh, In more of maybe a uh, CG art style. Sure. Maybe more CG, more hyper-realistic for him. Just as a nod, because then you can put it in there without too much of a change. Yeah. And so I, I, I'm a little sad that the Green Goblin was uh, was the ultimate me, Green me Goblin. Too, me yeah, too. Yeah, rather than like you know pumpkin bomb riding a glider. Yeah. Like that's the you know Green Goblin's my favorite villain. So yeah, I wanted to see him, but you know I got Willem Dafoe. So there you go. Yeah. And then also I thought they did the Prowler a lot of justice because oh, like fuck yeah. dude that music. I'm like, oh, man, where was this during Black that, Panther? Yeah, like, he's scary. Music. You know what I yeah, mean? That yeah, that music fucking had me on chills. Yeah. When you hear it, you're like, oh, he's fucking right there. It's yeah, like, and I was going to say, and just even the scene where Miles <coughs> is invisible and he's right in front of yeah, him, like, in the apartment. Yeah, yeah, and I was going to say, in those big claws and everything, and mm-hmm. I'm like, this is what Black Panther needed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, or Killmonger a needed good it prowler. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just, like, the that imagery of, yeah, like, yeah. the big claws and the, you know, just look very animalistic. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. feel, like, he, he overshadowed, like, the, the heavy use of shadow for the prowler mm-hmm. and that just constant fear. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was beautiful. It was so good. Good yeah. stuff. Very well done. But yes, villains um, were fun. Who would you have put in there instead of Green Goblin? Who would have looked cool for that universe? Mysterio. What, if, so what does he? What does he look like? <laughs> like in that no, scene? I'm kidding. I know because I, I, you know, for me, you, I, know, heck, you can you can write this 101, you know, 101 different ways. Yeah, you always have to go with whatever's the best for 
our introduction yeah. here, you know. And I yeah. think that if that's the if if that's what Green Goblin looks like for this dimension, yeah, then I say fuck all that and go with somebody else. I think there would have been Ooh. a better villain. I was gonna say the but ultimate was, symbiotes could be fun too. Yeah, but the, that was but cool. the biggest issue was is like that's not. I mean, because classic fans, if you've watched it, that is not the Green Goblin we know and love. Even in monster form in the Ultimate Universe, Green Goblin was still fucking scary. He was well thought out. He was planned. He was still Norman Osborn to yeah. a T. Norman Osborn doesn't wouldn't count out to the kingpin. Um, not for not for whatever. This would have been Norman Osborn's play the whole way through. Which when I saw it, I thought when he was talking about it and they saw it, I thought it was Norman Osborn. Yeah. Was trying to pull different dimensions to uh, the do kingpin. something. Yeah, I didn't yeah. think it was kingpin. Yeah. I was like, oh, Norman Osborn's doing it. Fuck yeah. Oh, it's giant ultimate crazy one. Okay. Yeah, monsters goblin. Go goblin. No, I was like. Yeah, Monster is Goblin just didn't do anything for me. Yeah, I, I think stupid. it was just because when the Ultimates came out, they yeah. were trying to make it a little different. Who would you put in here? Who would I put in there differently? Take his place. I don't know. Someone has a cool aesthetic, but they, that's not going to take all the spotlight. I mean, Sandman would probably fit. Because you, you, yeah. you, you do need that big, physically imposing sort yeah. of like thing for that scene. Well, Rhino. What does Rhino look or like? Even, Rhino's uh, not that big. I mean, even, uh, Rhino's big, but he ain't that big. Alistair Smythe and Spider Slayers. There you go. Spider Slayers would have been a nice touch. Several robotic spider, large, you know, robotic spiders going after Spider-Man. Yeah, Hydro-Man. I don't know. Something like... Oh, something, fuck yeah. Hydro, I mean, he can get big. Or even Electro. Yeah. Electro? Makes yeah, sense. solid yeah. Electro. At least something that can push. fly around. Yeah, yeah. get yeah. Jamie Foxx in yeah, the Electro I, voice. I did. You need to talk about Kingpin. <laughs> okay. oh, yeah. I did love Kingpin, though, in that relationship, how he wanted to um, open the collider so he could reconnect with... You know his his family. Yeah. I thought the, uh, the 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 Fisk touch there with Vanessa and the uh, the son was just a beautiful touch for this movie, um, especially for a villain in the yeah. in the in the lead there. But let's talk about the visual style, guys. Uh, we did a little bit at the beginning, but this animation is just this orgasm of colors, man. It's a psychedelic mindfuck, man, and that's high praise for me. But it's so visually appealing. Thoughts on the animation in this? It was beautiful. I like that they uh, made slight visual changes to everybody. Um, with the exception of like your three tier characters with Spider-Gwen, um, Spider-Man, and Miles. They all kind of had a similar style to it, but um, Spider-Ham, obviously very cartoony. Um, Spider-Man Noir, they kept him in that black and white, and um, uh, Penny had that kind of anime style to it. Um, and then the, just that it was a cartoon, but everybody had presence, real presence. Prowler was dark but then those shades of purple would pop in really really carefully and fisk was a fucking walking block oh yeah uh and and then that black suit the whole time and i mean everybody had such great visual style and i love the way they used the uh they they made it like a comic book for a lot of it which was an interesting art choice that paid off a lot better than um i think people were originally anticipating yeah i was reading an article actually today um Lord and Miller said they wanted the film to feel like you walked inside of a comic book. And I, th- I think it uh, mm-hmm. they succeeded. I think mm-hmm. they paid off. But, you know, earlier I said this was a love letter to Spider-Man fans. I think this movie is also a love letter to New York. I think New York looks fucking phenomenal in this. Mm. And we get we go through the seasons, don't we? And then there, because I've only watched it that one time. You watched it twice, Kyle. And we get some snow. We get even, um, like, some orange leaves, like it's going into fall at some point, yeah. don't we? We right. get uh, just wet streets, man. I mean, New York looks 
phenomenal in this. What did mm-hmm. you think of the animation? So, I think this is also why you want to see it a couple times, because there was some times where I was just trying to focus on certain characters just to see what how that character moved or whatever, because, like, you know, when Spider-Man's moving, you could see the, the trail of animation behind him yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, they legitimately went in and drew them all different ways, which I still yeah. don't... I can't wrap my head around that. No. that well, like, they started making this movie in 2014. Yeah, they were saying so, that... I, mean, uh, I was going to say, they, were, they said that there are more animators on this than any movie ever, I yeah. guess. So, like, it different said, animators. It yeah. said it took them around a year to create 10 seconds of footage that they were happy with and then move forward... You know, with, with that style and start mm-hmm. filming it. Which, that is crazy. Yeah. Ten seconds of footage so, whole year long. That, that's half the uh, half the reason why I want to go back, just so I can see how the other Spider-Men look and move and stuff like that. Because, you know, the the, the focus is on the on the big three, but at the same time, the other three mm-hmm. are doing other cool things behind them. Well, it's noir, no matter what. Like, the joke in the beginning, like, why is your... are you, Is he in black and white? And it's okay. like... How is your cake flapping in the wind? Where to, or how are you flashing no in the wind? Where to basement? It's like the wind follows me everywhere. And if you watch, like, uh, I watch especially Spider-Man always, always flapping in the wind, always, uh, always some type of breeze. And no matter what, he's always in a shadow. No matter where he walks into, you kind of see that constant, that shadow's constantly like searching around him every time. Um, and, and Penny always has the uh, bright white eyes, and it's I, I just I love that they gave every each person their own style. And it's a great it's a great showing that if they do it in the future, and they add more different ones, how are they going to make those different? How are they going to change them? Yeah. yeah. No, I thought the music was great too, guys. I can't get Post Malone's "Sunflower" song mm-hmm. oh, yeah. out of my freaking head, guys. I bought, I just, I bought the soundtrack after I got out. Dude, I, like, I boop, <laughs> download. I love the theater, dude. I'm like, man, I've been asleep, man, on Post Malone, dude. This that song, man, when he's got the earphones on, he's kind of looking out the window. Yeah. Dude, that jam is solid, man. But mm-hmm. it's the whole it's the whole score, the whole soundtrack to this mm-hmm. movie yeah, is hip like, and fresh, man. When, when his uncle is on screen, you get this like '90s hip hop. You get yeah. you know Biggie and stuff, yeah. and then you know when Miles is on, it's newer age hip hop. Yeah. And when you yeah. get Jake Johnson, you get like '90s rock yeah. and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, well, what was that like '80s, early '90s like there training was, song? Uh, oh, what was it? It was a uh, Saint Elmo's Fire. Saint Elmo's yeah, Fire. Yes, dude, yes, that's yes, all, I yeah. that. He's going through there. It's like you gotta whip, you gotta whip it. <laughs> it's awesome, dude. I love it. But I love yeah, the each character stuff. gets like, it, even when yeah. it's like you know actual like licensed music, it's like music that like fits them and yeah. their like time period. And they're yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Uh, thoughts on Lord and Miller, guys. Lord writing and Lord and Miller both producing. They've done a great job. I mean, they're they're running with what they know, and they are doing damn good things. And it's sad that we couldn't get more in different aspects. Yeah. <laughs> their, their career could have been... Not for this particular movie, but others. Well, I was going to yeah. say that I'm kind of happy that, like, we wouldn't have gotten this if we wouldn't, uh, if they wouldn't have left Solo, I'm sure. Yeah. Right? Well, they've been on this They've been on this for a while. Yeah. Okay. But still, well, if this I'm excited to see the future. Yeah, then. if this would have bombed, though. I mean, yeah. because um, Lord and Miller were hired to do Solo, and we know how that turned out. They supposedly turned uh, Solo into um, Ace Ventura in space, is what they said. Which sounds um, great. <laughs> better than what we got oh, yeah. fucking better than what we got and yeah. I would love to see their version of Solo like I said at the top All of the, this episode but yeah. it's cool to see Lord and Miller back on top though after the Star Wars bullshit because again Lego Batman was my favorite movie of last year 21 Jump Street you know whatever I um, love, but I then, love 20, the 21 22 Jump Street yeah, yeah it's been a while it's, like underrated. I think it's, it's been a while since I've watched it but you know like but Lego Batman fucking amazing and then you had this this huge Solo ordeal where it could have totally curb their career for a while. I mean, that's fucking solo. You get yeah. fired off of a huge movie like that, that's a lot of money. You know, especially them doing 
uh, refilming 75%, bringing in Ron Howard. Man, that could have trashed their career, but now this comes out to rave reviews, man. Um, and I, so, Lord and Miller are dead. In fact, man, we're going to be seeing a lot more from and Lord Miller. Lego Movie 2. Lego Movie out, so. 2 and mm-hmm. the, the Spider-Verse, man. They have the golden ticket right now. They can do anything they want within this, this new animated universe that they just set up. Mm-hmm. Uh, sky's the limits here. You need to hook these motherfuckers right now and just let them run with this stuff. And not only that, but you know how we have Kevin Feige over in Marvel kind of run the shots? All that consistency right there? You need to just pull up a boatload of fucking money if you're DC and just tell Lord and Miller just to run all of your shit. That's what you need to do at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Disney was asleep on this shit, I think. <laughs> Star Wars was... Kathleen Kennedy was asleep at the fucking well with Lord Miller. What do you think of Lord Miller um, on this project? Dude, I, I've been on Lord Miller's dick since... Clone High is one of my favorite shows of all time. That was like their first big thing. There's like a small nod to Clone High in this movie. It's a billboard in the mm-hmm. background. Like, Clone High is fucking amazing. Uh, Last Man on Earth was a TV show. It just got canceled recently, but like... That was Fox's best show, hands down. That show was fucking great. Like, every movie they pop out, I fucking love. They, they have... Just a, a, a comic beat to everything that they do that just, it never feels overwhelming. Yeah. No, nothing nothing ever falls flat. Like, this movie wasn't as funny as I anticipated it being. Yeah. Um, in the sheer, not that because jokes fell flat, but because they didn't throw as many at us as I was expecting. And I figured, you know, like Lego Batman, like a joke a minute, like yeah. just keep going. But like, they don't do that. Like, yeah. there's not, it's not really funny the first like a, 20, like 30 minutes. a strong dramatic tone to it for yeah. a lot of it, which is classic spider-man i mm-hmm. mean they kept it very much like that but the jokes came and the jokes every time i heard it i was like eh. and some people didn't like i was laughing at stuff that people were listening and they said and i was like eh, that's a good oh, one it, yeah <laughs> they, they hit man jake johnson let's talk about sony what do you guys think about sony not be able to direct a movie a live action movie but they can just nail this that's crazy to me. Actually, Brandon Saltzman went with me uh, last night. Brandon's never been on a podcast. He's just a guy that goes to the movies. You know, doesn't like, he doesn't want to sit down like we do and criticize and talk. He just likes to go to the movies. He looked at me last night after the movies like, how can Sony <laughs> fuck up all these other movies but get animated right? Any more awards of Michael Bolton? Time, love, and tenderness. <laughs> right there, those three things. I mean, like I said, this started, what, 2014? It's a four-year project. So they, yeah, it's a four-year project. It's a labor of love. It's a character that people know, and they are flipping it on its head and bringing it in for a new generation to, to put into. They took the time to put each person on it, and they probably knowingly thought out each piece, each soundtrack, how each character is going to interact. Yeah. Um, hell, they probably had people studio time with each other in the same room for some scenes. Well, I this is their most expensive animated movie they've ever done. Yeah, like ninety million dollars. That's crazy yeah. for a fucking animated movie. Yeah. Ninety yeah. million dollars, and and that's it. I mean, it's just it shows those three things. And I yeah. say it jokingly, but that's that's the truth. Time, love, and well, tenderness. I've heard some people say, well, it's because it was animated. They could just do things in, with an animated style that they can't do in live action. I'm like, okay, fine. It's CGI. They do shit. Yeah, yeah and I'm like, but it's not just animated animation. It's characters. It's story beats. It's comedy. Everything worked here that doesn't usually work in a live action Sony movie. Music. And, yeah, music. You know, across the board. So, um, I, again, I think it's Lord and Miller because you look at all DC shit. They've had, what, Zack Snyder, They've had, uh, who are some other people? Who did James Wan, Aquaman? Yeah. I don't think they've had anybody, because James Wan, he, I'm okay with James Wan, I think he's overrated, but none of the people that have touched DC stuff, I don't think is on the same level as Lord and Miller. So again, I think it comes back to time, you know, like your whole Michael Bolton shit there that you just read off, and 
having someone in, in charge, you know, like Lord Miller producing this. Just the fact that they were, you know, behind the eight ball with this too. That it's kind of like, uh, we got to, like, Venom, yes, was like this weird overnight success that I don't, I still don't understand. <laughs> that, um, and now, did you, um, did you hear about the vow that they said for the oh, second God. one? They were just oh. like, um, I'm sorry, I'm going off track just no, for you're a fine. second. Yeah, but apparently someone, the, one of the producers was like, for the, the Venom sequel, he's like, I can't tell you much, but Spider-Man's going to be heavily involved. And I'm just like, good uh, God. <laughs> that, uh, no question is which Spider-Man. Yeah, good <laughs> God. But anyway, um, I think they were just behind the eight ball, too. Mm-hmm. That it's like, we've got to make something good. Or it's just going to get to the point where it's like, this is pathetic. Just sell the character back to Marvel just so they mm-hmm. can have him all the time. Because yeah. so, I haven't liked one Sony joint. I'm not an Amazing Spider-Man fan, guys. No. I, I cannot stand Amazing Spider-Man. No. And, uh, Venom uh, was... I thought Venom was okay. I don't think it was dog shit, but that's not something that's never going to break my top ten. I probably won't even watch it again. Yeah. Um, but um, I don't know. I want to bring up a poll real quick that someone posted on Videoland right before this episode. I thought I was getting trolled. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I actually... I think I put a comment. Am I getting trolled? Is this shit real? It said, which movie is better, Venom or Spider-Verse? Really? Wait, yeah. That's that's a question. Yeah, that, that's yeah. a question, right? I yeah. think we can all agree if there's any listeners tonight that voted in that poll. Because, honestly, some people voted for Venom. It wasn't then they a, haven't seen, then they haven't Spider-Verse. seen Spider-Verse. Because I, 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 I don't think they take animated yeah, movies yeah, as no, I completely agree. Because there was multiple people that I said yesterday, hey, go. I'm going to go watch Spider-Verse. There and go. they're like, there's a new Spider-Man movie? I'm like, well, yeah. it's animated. And they're like, oh. Okay, never mind. There it I don't is. Care. You yeah. should have put Venom in for Green Goblin. Well, I said Venom the Ultimate Venom. Yeah, would I think be cool. I think that, that would have been, been awesome. Yeah. I think yeah. that would have been awesome because Ultimate Venom's huge. But that would have made a great animated, yeah, animated crazy thing. Yeah. Well, maybe sequel. Well, and I was talking to Brandon Saltzman again yesterday. I love bringing in people who don't criticize. You yeah. know, and uh, I was talking to Brandon, and he did like this movie a lot. Um, but his, I remember him asking him, you know, did you uh, do you think this is the best Spider-Man movie? His answer was, yeah, it's really good for an animated movie. And I think that's yeah. kind of something that's that's that, kind of over Spider Verse right now. Yeah. That stigma. Everybody's there. got that thought process that an animated movie is inferior because they can do a lot of different things. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. it's just like every- well, it's a cartoon. Cartoons well, are for kids. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's just like everything. Like everything does not always go over to the next medium. Well, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. So, but I mean, Spider Man hits it on all frames. So I we mean. can all agree that Spider Verse kicks Venom in the dick for any listeners that voted in that poll. Yeah. Yeah. Go fucking watch Spider-Man. Let's, let's not be too mean to the to the members of Video Thank Land. You. All right. I started, for, acting, uh, I started acting like Cousin Wayne there yeah. for a second. My for a feature <laughs> film that's placed in that's been a film that's been placed in the theaters, and you were to say Venom, which has been placed in the theaters, mm-hmm. against Spider-Verse, which has also been placed in the theaters. If I were given the option, I would go see Spider-Verse again before someone would drag me to Venom. Yeah. Yeah. Without easily. paying for my ticket. And popcorn, and the fact that I probably walk out in the first five minutes. <laughs> Kyle, you're doing an to AV. Spider-verse. You're doing an AV versus episode tomorrow. Venom versus Spider Verse. How many categories, hypothetically, do you think Spider Verse would take over Venom? Well, about eighteen categories. If if there's eighteen categories, <laughs> uh, I at least. 16, 17. <laughs> exactly. That's what we're talking about. Go see this shit. Um, you guys want to talk about the post credit scenes? Yeah. All right, let's jump into that. I got uh, it. The first one was the Stan Lee card. Yeah. It's kind of like a title yeah. card. Not yeah. really. A, nice. That was beautiful. It was cool, though. Yeah. Any comments on that, Kyle? Uh, yeah, it was It was just a nice touch. And it wasn't just uh, for Stan Lee. It was for uh, oh Dicko. And, and Dicko's yeah, love Dicko. who helped create. Uh, mm-hmm. The other Sorry. fucking guy. <laughs> no, no, he did. He did. He did. Drew him. Just my name. His name yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. 
the I thought it was interesting though too is that they really hit home the idea that anybody could be under the mask. Yeah, yeah. And that was kind of the whole idea of Spider-Man's yeah. Inception is that like you know you didn't need to see his face because you're supposed to put yourself yeah. under that face. Mm-hmm. Like, all of us yeah, were Spider-Man yeah. tonight at the yeah. beginning of this I think episode. So. We took pictures of ourselves. Yeah. 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 yeah, I think we're you know in life we're all Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Did you want to talk about the uh, title card there with Stanley? I thought it was a good nod. I'm glad they put in Ditko. I mean, they always do, but Stanley usually gets all the credit. Yeah. Um, Steve Ditko drew him. Steve Ditko did a lot of work and doesn't get half the credit that Lee does um, just because he didn't write. Yeah. But funny enough, he helped co- co-write a lot of that and stuff. Some pretty, so. it, it, some beautiful splash pages. Yes. Check out Steve yeah. Ditko's splash ba- pages yeah. from the yeah. first like, 50 issues he's of done, he's done. He did some amazing work, and he... He brought Spider-Man to life just as much as Stan Lee yeah. did. I mm-hmm. thought that title card was just a great exclamation point, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I had a, just, this, a picture this, just this fun time yeah. watching a Spider-Man movie. It's a love letter to Spider-Man fans. And then you get that nice little beat for, for Stan Lee and Steven Ditko. It's just just a great, great beat. So mm-hmm. um, then we get we get our real credit scene. <laughs> uh, it's a post-credit oh scene in oh the year gosh. 2099. Oh Miguel O'Hara oh develops his own dimension hopping device oh my gosh. A gizmo. To, to intervene, a gizmo, and decides to return to the beginning, but ends up getting into an argument with the OG <laughs> Spider-Man. You want to talk about something that looked dope. Like, his outfit looked oh real cool. God, yeah. And like, I'm not, I think it's a fun variation on the Spider-Man. Like, I'm not real wide, like big on Spider-Man 299. But he looks cool. Oh my gosh, what? Oh, oh whatever, Jesse. He's oh, a Batman Beyond you. before Batman Beyond. I started. Beyond. I <laughs> love Spider-Man 2099 as a game. When I grew, when I read that, oh my gosh, that was the coolest thing. Because when did you read that? You think so bad? Yeah. I mean, you think like, it's bad? Like, like so good? bad it was good. Like, oh, okay. I mean, like, like Michael bad. Jackson bad. Like Michael <laughs> Jackson bad. Yeah. <laughs> like like Michael B. Jordan. Was bad. that what 15, like, 20 years ago? You think? Oh yeah, yeah. Nineties. Nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, because it was ninety nine, and I was um. So I was probably was it before Batman Beyond? I was in high. Cool. Oh yeah, DC fucking ripping off Marvel again. <laughs> They're very similar. But I remember, yeah, I, I remember reading it, and I remember thinking that um, it was just it was the coolest thing, and it was just an interesting way they rolled out the story when they went into him because he went into how he's like how it's they went with that Blade Runner type feel for a lot mm-hmm. of characters. Miguel O'Hara, so he's like Irish, Irish Spanish, which yeah. was fucking wild, and he was just so interesting for them to use. Ninety uh, two. Oh, First appearance yeah. in '92. Um, and I think the comic is set in '99. Uh, yeah, first, and then it jumps a hundred years. To yeah, him or and it was it was just so awesome because he's got so he's got very similar powers, but they're different. Like he's got talons, he's got light sensitivity, wow. so he's got like super eyesight. I mean, and he's he got can, a glider. He's got he can that, glide. That, yeah, yeah, that cape. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't bit flight. by a spider, right? He's just like he's, he tries to copy Spider Man's like, DNA powers. was imprinted on. Him. Yeah, right. it was, and it was imprinted not by choice, like because they were right. trying to kill him. Yeah. Um, and he's got now he's got superpowers. He doesn't have the strength, but he's he's very smart. He's, I mean, Spider Man twenty nine was really cool. And I still one of my favorite, definitely one of my uh, top five Spider Man. Yeah. That's why. That's why I know a little bit more about Miguel O'Hara. I remember being at the. Remember when comics were at the drugstore? Oh yeah, you, you know, and you just like you move you that little wheelie thing, the wheel and you thing. spin around and pick yeah, the ones you want. I was, yeah. I was picking up because uh, you know Spider Man just said twenty ninety nine. He was, was like, had a cool plastic Spider-Man bag. On. Yeah, and I, a I used to read that. And I used to read Doom twenty ninety nine. Oh, you know, man. and I was like, I ate, I ate that shit. I've been just the cover popped out to you. I probably mm-hmm. missed like. 20 issues in between every time, but you know, I'd always yeah. pick up anything that said 2099 because it just looked, looked cool as a young kid. Um, but dude, guys, can you imagine if we get 
That looks yeah. so sick. It was so yeah. cool. Yeah. Can you imagine with this animation style getting a movie set in 2099 in, in his in that future? That would well, look so fucking sick. I think they sick. set it up to make it set up in the past though. Yeah, yeah but you know he's going to be well, he going to call back, back to right. Yeah, yeah he'll go back to like it was like that. Remember the uh Spider-Man video game, I can't remember which one it was. Shattered um, Dimensions. Shattered Dimensions. Yeah, where they had the multiple Spider-Man it was one of those first kind yeah. of showings. And they played Miguel O'Hara, and you were like gliding through, gliding down a tower that like got destroyed, and uh-huh. fucking uh, oh, it's just such a, it's such Dude, a cool man. nod. I love him as a character. I think it was played as a joke, but I would love to watch a whole movie with twenty nine nine sixty seven. Oh <laughs> yes, dude, give me the that's because that's Golden Age Spider Man, right? That's the yeah. Fr- yeah. that's the cartoon from yeah. Dude. Yeah. Give me some Golden Age Spider Man and twenty ninety nine, yeah. but uh, give, me, give, me me. Yeah. Give, give me the twenty nine nine suit. You were pointing me first. Give me the twenty nine suit. You know how they brought in Porky the Pig and all that shit? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Porky the Pig. Um, Spider Pig. Yeah. Uh, Peter Porker. Can you say that? <laughs> Kids can you don't say do that. that. <laughs> can, can he say That's that? awesome, yeah. <laughs> but I would love to see the cool looking 2099 voiced by Oscar Isaacs, by the yeah, way. Which Oscar is, Isaacs. Yeah, you don't get Oscar Isaacs either if you're not planning to do something with him a little bit later. So Probably. that character's going to jam. Um, but dude, show me, show me old school Spidey. Show me 2099. Bring in me a, a Tobey Maguire Spider Man, dude. Oh, the sky is the fucking limits here. I am super psyched, guys. And uh, this wasn't even on my radar, dude, for most anticipated. Mm-hmm. And now it's it's going to be either my favorite movie or right up there, top two, top three. I was kind of hoping. This is so, like, sidetracked. But you know how Chris Pine Spider-Man had blonde hair? Yeah. I was hoping they were going to, like, do a Ben Riley reference or something like That's that. That's what I was waiting yeah, for. Yeah, that's it. When it, I saw it, they did it, and he, yeah. When the Clone Saga, like, to differentiate them, Ben Riley, the clone of Spider-Man, he bleaches his hair so you can, like, they can tell them oh, apart. Cool. Yeah. yeah, and I was, like, kind of hoping that they would have said something. Oh, I, yeah, I had to deal with a clone for a while. Yeah. Well, that's I thought it. when instead of him being, like, Peter Parker, or he was going to be Peter Parker Spider-Man, and then they were going to show show him, and then, like... He beat Scarlet Spider. Yeah, he beat Scarlet yeah. Spider, and mm-hmm. it's like, oh, it's my clone, Ben Riley. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah. I but, but either way, it was still really cool. Mm-hmm. Did you hear anything about, like, Lily Tomlin was talking about how there was a, because uh, she played Aunt May. Yeah. yeah. And she said she would love to come back and play um, the, uh, what's oh, her name? Oh, yeah. It's like um, the old Spider-Maid. Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Maid. She yeah. would like to play Spider-Maid. That'd be great. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, bring it all. There's yeah. so many, I mean, just recently, they're bringing it back for like a second. Uh, well, Spider-Geddon is yeah. happening right Spider-Gen, now. Spider-Geddon, which brings in Spider-Verse. All kinds of, like, you name it, they're all there. Yeah, it's you've insane. Got, uh, which has grown a lot of popular, like, punk rock Spider-Man. Yeah. Tobey Maguire. Mm-hmm. Come back, play punk rock Spider-Man, because he's like a British. Um, well, no, well, he's not punk Toby, well, not Tim McGuire. Oh, not Tim McGuire. Uh, Andrew, Andrew Garfield. Garfield. Yeah, Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Having Spider Punk. Yeah, bring Spider-Punk. back fucking Jameson. Oh yeah, that is oh awesome. yeah, that's so sick. Yeah, one of those weird things where all the Spider Men are coming back. Yeah, but somehow yeah. he gets sucked into yeah. alter- <laughs> another dimension. Just he, as- he was apparently in it, got cut, and was voiced by Ice Cube. Oh, what? <laughs> no. Uh, no. Oh, yeah. why, why not get two stars for this shit? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, why not get? Uh, and did you guys catch supposedly the same guy that the landlord that was in Spider Man two and three, Mister Yokovich? You better end. Yeah, he was. He's in this movie supposedly. <laughs> like that, he's cast right. as the same character. That's great. I never met. Uh, did you guys see I him? I it might have been like a hot second. That he was yeah, like, I didn't no. see it, so I, I, that's why I got to go back. I got to hear uh, just for, just for a little voice. Yeah, yeah. Got it. All right, guys. Well, let's start wrapping this up real quick. Anything I didn't bring up? Any pros, cons, scenes, favorite moments that didn't let, get brought let up? Let me run down some of these billboards yeah, yeah, that are in yeah, the background. The so weekend. we have from dusk till Sean, yeah, which yes. is a dusk till dawn, yeah. Sean of the Dead reference. 
Uh, you had Baby Shower, which was clearly Bridesmaids. Okay. You had the Clone High one. There was one of a Tiger Woods thing, but it was Stephen Curry instead of Tiger Woods. <laughs> uh, you had Coca Soda. Uh, you had Hold Your Horses starring Seth Rogen, which I guess was like a horse movie. I don't know. <laughs> Hi Hello, which is a, a ripoff of uh, Oh Hello, which was John Mulaney's like, Broadway show, so they're just throwing that in for him. Uh, on the news ticker, when it shows Peter Parker is dead, it's on the the bottom ticker. It says uh, Bitcoin's at an all time high, and then the next one says Bitcoin's at an all time low. <laughs> uh, you had Red Man Group, uh, which was fucking great. And just yeah, they had the Those weekend. The I kept seeing, but he had a different name. That's like, awesome. but it was Somewhere. the cover of his CD. Yeah, yeah. And then, oh, it it probably is probably weekday. I bet it is the weekday. <laughs> oh, it's funny. The weekday. Yeah. <laughs> I think the only two things that I didn't get to bring up that I want to talk about real real quick here is Mahershala, Mahershala Ali. That's Prowler. You know, yeah. we, we talked about Prowler a lot, mm-hmm. but that he just has a, a great voice. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah. intimidating. Yeah. He, he's very mm-hmm. intimidating. So and, and I, dead I Brian Tenney from Atlanta, he's fucking great. He's yeah. he's starting to get some 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 work. He's fucking great. And too. I wanted to bring in uh, one scene, bring up one scene with uh, Peter Porker that I just love, <laughs> and it's at the end um, where everyone's saying their goodbyes. And he goes, he gives him the uh, the club. The yeah. He yeah. gives Malice the, Malice, he gives Malice the club. He gives Miles Morales that, that club or whatever that mallet. is. Yeah, mallet. in your pocket. He gives a, say that three times fast, Miles Morales mallet. Right. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh my God. So he gives him the mallet and he goes, um, don't worry, it'll fit in your pocket. And he's just looking at it like, what the fuck is it going to fit in my pocket? It fits in your pocket in the cartoon world, but it don't fit in my pocket now. I thought that was fantastic. So those are just two things I wanted to bring up real quick. And he, next one, he brings it out, and he pulls it out of his fucking pocket <laughs> yeah. and clubs somebody. If he does oh, that, that'd be perfect. Yeah. Take it and out. the violence, again, was really... Like, you have, um, what's it, Kingpin, not only just crushing and killing... Peter Parker, there's a real Spider-Man that dies in this, mm-hmm. uh, but he's also pulls out a gun a couple times and like shooting at Spider-Man. Shot, yeah, he shoots well, he killed Prowler. Shoots Prowler, yeah. Yeah, shot, shoot, yeah shot, shot Prowler. And he does know? the same shot to uh, Miles that he does to, uh, to uh, Spider-Man. Originally. Tried to crush him. Yeah. 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 So was there any beats, pros, cons, anything? I mean, I just really like to the, the overarching idea that Spider-Man always gets up. Spider-Man always finds a way. Yeah, like, yeah. I think that's that's pretty cool. And then, uh, by the way, those shoes are sold out. They re-released the Jordan. Oh, did they? Yeah, they re-released the Jordans today. <laughs> that Miles wears a special Spider-Man variant. Uh-huh. They're, they're sold out. I, of course. I tried to get of a course. pair. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you go on eBay and spend, you know, you five spend, figures spend, again. Well, spend $100 more than what you should. Yeah, yeah then you Minimum. can get a pair. Oh, yeah. and hey, guys, real quick, a heads up to anybody that's listening or you guys at the table. Amazon right now has the art book for Look, Into the Spider-Verse for $25, yeah. free shipping. Um, that's pre-order right now. It releases on the 18th. Mm-hmm. So if you guys want it, grab it now for 25 bucks for free shipping. It's going to be sick. Yeah, yeah, I think that that would actually yeah. be something that is... I know you're a uh, big concept art guy, oh, but this would actually art. be one that I would be like, oh, that... That I would want to see all the concept art for this. I don't know. There's just go they, see it. They've opened. Yeah, go see it. Just fucking get off your ass and go see anything it. Anything that you missed. Take the kids. I don't think there's anything I missed, but I mean this this movie is just beautiful visuals, great storytelling, and the uh, just the possibilities in the future for yeah. it are just endless. They can go anywhere with it. And I think mainline Marvel MCU movies. Live action films are going to have a hard time living up to this. I can't believe I'm saying that. MCU films 
are going to have a hard time living up to a Sony animated Spider-Man movie. I, I don't think I'd ever say that. I hate to say it, yeah, especially after, you know, Endgame. It'll yeah. be kind of like, I'm probably more excited for the Spider-Verse sequel yeah. than anything else yeah. you guys can no shit. Down. I'm excited yeah. for Far From Home, especially, when we, I think we get the trailer next week, but so, man, I tell you what, take a this is tits, guys. Spider-Verse <laughs> is tits, yeah. alright? And it casts a huge shadow. I'm, yeah. I'm still excited for Far From Home. But this casts a huge shadow. This is the movie to beat right now. This mm-hmm. animated animated movie from Sony yeah. is the movie to beat. Kudos, Sony. Fuck yeah. yeah. That's how you do it, guys. Um, you guys want to score it? Out of how many again? Out of five. <laughs> five? God damn it, man. You're going to give it a Pantheon? Pantheon? Give me back that AV hat. <laughs> I, would, I, I would definitely. It, it hits so many. Like just And from a personal standpoint, it was uh, just gorgeous artwork. Uh, great characterization, beautiful score, story. It hit me on so many levels from the action to just the people and, and the little pieces, um, while at the same time making it laugh just enough to remember it's still a Spider-Man story. It was, It is by far one of the best... It's a perfect Spider-Man story. I wouldn't say the... I don't know about the best. I need to watch the other ones again, but it is a perfect Spider-Man story. You know the, what? The PlayStation game story is pretty fucking Yeah, that, that was really That's good. Fucking yeah. And again, DC has to be kicking themselves in the ass because they can't do the MCU model. Okay? They're, they're rushing everything they do. Their movies aren't as good. And now... Sony just does this animated movie that's been years on, knocks it out of the fucking park, you know. And I, I know DC Animated is a little bit better than the, the DC films, but they're probably thinking, God damn, they beat us to the punch here too, you know. Yeah. They're putting fucking Peter Porker in their goddamn movie. <laughs> animated yeah. movie does blockbuster money. What the fuck's going on? Yeah. I don't know. What do you, what's your score? 4.25. Nice. Yeah. That, uh, it is, it's better than great. I don't know. Maybe with more viewings, I could give it Pantheon, but I can't give it Pantheon yet. And you and I do something I, I love. It's kind of special. It's like our little thing that we do. Mm-hmm. Whenever Seth and I go see a movie, we just text each other. Just the number. Our, just the number. Yeah. Not our thoughts, just the number. And you sent me that text, and I sent you mine, which I'll reveal in a second. Kyle, what's yours? This is the most unique like superhero animated movie I think I've ever seen. And that's that's saying a lot. It, I've seen it twice. It doesn't... It doesn't like falter on the second viewing. It gets better. So I can only imagine what more viewings. I, four seven five. Nice, like nice. damn near fucking perfect. Like I said, dude. Next year, ask me next year. I might go Pantheon. I really might next year. If, if it holds up over a year, I'll push to a five. Exactly. Yeah. So so will I. Um, and next year, you know, it's not on the uh, our versus schedule right now. But next December, we might try to fit in a Lego Batman versus Spider Verse. I think it'd be amazing. Movie. So. I loved it. Um, I tell you what, it better win the Oscar this year for Best Animated Picture. If it doesn't, mm-mm-mm. it's rigged. Yeah. It is fucking rigged. Yep. That's you think suck. Rotten Tomatoes is biased. Yeah. 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 Right. So what'd you give the movie? 4.5. 4.5? Yeah. It might go to that Pantheon level. Give me another yeah. year. But yeah, groundbreaking. Um, it's a movie that you have to see in the theater. I'm going to go try to see it in IMAX. Uh, the story, the introduction to Miles Morales on the big screen, man. I... I can't uh, say enough how much I love this movie. Yeah, it's 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 phenomenal. So go see it. I give it a four point five. Any other comments before we close? If you hate origin stories, you're gonna love this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you get Miles' origin yeah. story, but it doesn't feel like it. And then you get everyone's yeah. like ham-fisted, quick yeah. like origin <laughs> story. I was bit by a radioactive pig. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Man. Yeah. As always, I hope you enjoyed tonight's conversation. Jesse Reyes, where can Videoland find you? Uh, Videoland can find me on the uh, Twitter space and the uh, Instagrammers, uh, where you'll see pictures of my daughter, uh, mostly. 
Um, at J.R. Wooey. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter, at LairGeek, L-A-R-D-G-E-K. All one word. Uh, movie Script Life on all your social media platforms, Kyle Brown on the Facebook group, and here on this podcast, doing podcasting things. <laughs> you can find us on adventuresinvideoland.com, we're on Instagram, but the conversation always begins and ends on Facebook. You've been listening to Criticism in its finest hour. Until next time, my good people, stay swippy. Yeah.